Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we give you all the glory, sweet Holy Spirit. We worship you today for you are our Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you for another beautiful day. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness, the loving kindness. As we go into the meditation of your word today, Lord, we ask, oh Lord, let your presence be made known afresh in our midst in the name of Jesus. Minister your word to us in Jesus' name. Help us to understand your word today to us in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' name we worship. Amen. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on iron sharpen iron. Trust our night was restful, and um, I bless God for what He's about to do in our midst today, in Jesus' name. So we will continue with our reading from the book of Romans, chapter seven, and I will be taking it from the New Living Translation. I read. Now, dear brothers and sisters, you who are familiar with the law. Don't you know that the law applies only while a person is living? For example, when a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband as long as he is alive. But if he dies, the laws of marriage no longer apply to her. So while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. So, my dear brothers and sisters, this is the point. You died to the power of the law when you died with Christ. And now you are united with the one who was raised from the dead. As a result, we can produce a harvest of a good deed for God. When we were controlled by our whole nature... Sinful desires were at work within us, and the law arose these evil desires that produces a harvest of sinful deeds, resulting in death. But now we have been released from the law, for we died to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. Seven. Well then, am I suggesting that the law of God is sinful? Of course not. In fact, it was the law that showed me my sin. I would never have known that coveting is wrong if the law had not said you must not convert. But sin used this command to arouse all kinds of conventious desire within me. If there were no law, sin would not have that power. At one time, I lived without understanding the law. But when I learned the command not to covet, for instance, the power of sin came to life. And I died. So I discovered that the law's commands, which were supposed to bring life, brought spiritual death instead. 11. Sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me. 
It used the command to kill me. But still, the law itself is holy, and the commands are holy and right and good. But how can that be? Did the law, which is good, cause my death? Of course not. Sin used what was good to bring about my condemnation to death. So, we can see how terrible sin really is. It uses God's good command for its own evil purposes. So, the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. 18. And I know that nothing good lives in me. That is, in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong. But I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life. That when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart. But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin. That is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will feel, free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? 25, which is the last verse. Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sin nature, I am a slave to sin. May the Lord bless his word to us today. Amen, amen, amen. So um, there is a word for us today, and um, I would be taking it from the book of Isaiah 41, uh, 8 to 16. So this is to us, dear brothers and sisters. And the word of the Lord to us today is saying, You are my servant, for I have chosen you. And I will not throw you away. Don't be afraid. For I am with you. Don't be discouraged. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. See, all your enemies lies there. Confused and humiliated. Anyone who opposes you will die. And come to nothing. Those who attack you will come to nothing, for I hold you by your right hand. Hi, the Lord your God. I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Though trials of life may come your way, but don't be afraid, for I will help you through it. I am the Lord your redeemer glory hallelujah amen 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 so um 
I want us to meditate on this word and I want us to soak our faith in it and believe what the Lord has said to us today. May the Lord bless us and may the Lord interpret the word to us in a way we will understand in Jesus' name. Have a beautiful day, people, and I'll see us tomorrow by God's grace. Bye.